Russia's invasion of Ukraine stretches now into its third year after the two-year anniversary passed this weekend. Some 31,000 Ukrainian soldiers have been killed since Russia's invasion began. That's according to President Volodymyr Zelensky. Uh, Estimates by U.S. officials actually have that much higher. Uh, Then there's the issue of Ukraine stalled in Congress. Let's bring in Elena Daniel-Luke, Vice President of the Ukrainian American Civic Committee of Metro Detroit. Good morning, Elena. Good morning. Um, you know, we talk about the, the soldiers, but of course there's the, the toll on the regular citizens of Ukraine, the displacement of people, and I'm sure there are Metro Detroiters with family members there. Yes, you're right. And almost every American living here in, in Michigan has a family member, has a relative, has uh, prior families who are suffering right now from causes of, uh, causes of the war uh, in Ukraine. And as you know, we have also a lot of refugee influx in Michigan, and a lot of families are sponsors and hosting them here. And so with this two-year conflict ongoing, no end in sight, what does that mean? Are, are family members here sending anything back to the the home country you know how has it been i also want to bring to your attention that conflict is happening for the last 10 years since 2014 invasion russia and taking crimea and Mm -hmm. eastern parts of ukraine and two years it's a full-scale war of russia to uh, on ukraine and for all those times i am here for 20 years and for all these times, Ukrainians are supporting and trying just to protect Ukraine as much as possible. And right now, for the last two years, every day for us, it's a day looking forward how we could protect and save Ukraine, how we could just stop Ukraine suffering from it. And that's an enormous stress for all families. It's an enormous stress for all Ukrainians. And right now, and it's also we are bearing a lot of financial because we are trying just to support as much as possible and also suffering. Every single day we waking up and every single day we just looking for a hope how we could save Ukraine, how what we can do here to to make like needle move to save Ukraine and just and make it peace and stop this senseless war. And Elena, the 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 uh, aid for Ukraine, U.S. aid for Ukraine, is is imperative because, from what I understand, a lot of the um, um, soldiers there are having to ration uh, their ammunition. Exactly what has happened since last uh, October, as you know, uh, when package was bundled with Ukraine, with United States security border, and that's a larger problem right now. We couldn't pass here support and support for uh, for security aid for Ukraine. And for me, as Ukrainian-American uh, voter, um, I it's very hard just to understand how, because it's a, that's what we are thinking, it's a national security, U.S. national security. And national security has to do nothing with this partisan politics. And we couldn't be divided and, like, sacrifice United States national security. So, and what happens with this aid, because it's a bargaining point right now for last 90 days, it's Ukraine is stripped and soldiers are dying. And we have to, and Ukrainians have to sacrifice more and more their life to protect, uh, to protect Ukraine. 
And right now we have, again, we have to do everything in what in our capacity to how just to convince and how just to bring all necessary information and understanding that protecting Ukraine, it's a vital, important decision. And here it shouldn't be this point for by for partisan politics. President Joe Biden is convening the top four congressional leaders Tuesday at the White House, trying to put pressure on lawmakers to pass additional funding to Ukraine um, ahead of this partial government shutdown. But Elena, there was a rally for your congressman, correct? Yes, we have a we have a congressman John James, and he's congressman where most Ukrainians in southeastern Michigan are located. It's his district, and we want we we ask him to hear our voices. We understand that um, it's a lot of politics, and he is uh, in he his election, and he is supported by Donald Trump. So uh, his decisions, he was supporting Ukraine. And he was making, um, we met with him on December 20th. We met with 25 leaders from Ukrainian community. We brought for him packages and we uh, answered all on questions what he had regarding uh, regarding uh, transparency for uh, spending, regarding uh, stolen kids problem, regarding refugees program in his district and how he could work with, with local Ukrainians. But as you can see from his uh, from his decisions for uh, for Ukrainian aid and from security aid, he's or missing those important uh, important decisions in a um, in a in a in a Congress, or he's not voting. So we try to ask him to rethink his position and support Ukrainians and support Ukraine. Uh, also, it very then shows that. We, like the most Ukrainians, we are his voters, and we believe that his decision would help, uh, would help, would help Ukraine, and also just unite his um, his his partners and just make it make a right choice to 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 protect and protect the U.S. Because also for all this aid for transparency uh, and security questions. Uh, the most money is a, probably the most transparent uh, trans- uh, transactions to Ukraine, and the most money actually stays in U.S. to support Ukraine, United States businesses, specifically in his district, to produce supplies with what is needed right now for Ukraine. Uh, Elena, have, have the group, have you guys reached out to the congressman? Have you tried to reach him through phones, email, any, any type of way? Yes, uh, we are calling every day. We uh, are also leaving messages, and we are tracking all events which are right now going in a Senate and now uh, in the House, because it's very important to voice, to bring our voices and show our support, and also, and we are and our concerns. Mm-hmm. So also, we met with him personally, and he was very welcoming uh, on December December twentieth. Um, he. We had only 15 minutes, and we spent one hour with him. We were able to uh, brought a message. We were able to convey and talk to him, and I was very impressed. Um, he he was voicing his support, but he also was voicing that um, problems, uh, what he is envisioning, and his concerns. Uh-huh. So that's that's a meeting protest. It's um, it's our. Our voice and showing that we need his support right now 
we need his understanding and we will be not stay, staying silent if we see that what has happened. So we will bring our voices. Just briefly, Elena, there are people that say, well, we need to protect our own borders and not send money to Ukraine. Talk to those people. Give the counter argument. I want to say that our borders are very important and the aid, if we, and we have to work together to make what is the best for United States citizens. But we also have to understand that that behind uh, what's happening with our borders is Putin also. Because there is a point as weaponized refugees and everything would happen with Hamas. And as also you know that Putin's, Putin's regime trained Hamas, that also people leaving their countries because something happens in their countries, they couldn't live here. So by, by politics, by uh, international decisions, and now showing that we couldn't protect in Ukraine, Putin will moving more closer, taking Europe and threatening Europe with uh, with weapons. So Ukraine right now standing on a protecting all democracies. That's what mm-hmm. we can see. So and that's why it's important to understand more global problems. And if United States will not and the world will not save Ukraine right now, protect and keep sovereignty and democracy. This would be larger shifting and border policy what happening right now in the United States probably would be suffering much more. And this problem would be for us much more harder than right now. We could just restore democracy, help protect Ukraine, right. support, like just in, show Russia that Russia couldn't do anything what they want with the world. Right. So. Your, yours is the fight for democ- democracy, you believe, and so you will continue uh, voicing your opinions to your congressman. Elena Daniel Luke, Vice President of the Ukrainian American Civic Committee of Metro Detroit, thank you for your time and for your opinions this morning. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me.